0: Such a time as this, the Whistleblower Report offers truth and solutions. Welcome to the Whistleblower Report vaccine segment. This is Dr. Lee for America here today with my international team, Dr. Mike Eden, former chief scientist, Pfizer worldwide respiratory physiology and whistleblower about the problems with the COVID shots. Since he first came out with Professor Vodarg in Germany in October 2020, warning about the fertility and reproductive damage potential with the COVID shots, which we've now been seeing escalate worldwide. Dr. Mike Eden has a career in Pharmaceutical research, proper drug development, and is a wealth of reputable information for all of our listeners who want the truth against the lies and deceptions. And then from Croatia, Andrea Kodaric is a businessman and freedom fighter, and someone who lived under communism and was a freedom fighter in the volunteer groups that were fighting against the oppression of communism and helped to gain independence for Croatia, which is now, under its current leadership, coming back under the thumb of totalitarianism in a different way with the World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, the Global Elites, the New World Order. Andrea is vociferously fighting on all of those fronts to preserve freedom at every stage of our lives. So I'm honored to have both of them with us today, and they are bringing news of a global summit planning global financing programs that, will end up being a financial prison as well as the 15-minute city electronic prison that Todd Callender and others and Dr. Eden and so many of us have been warning about. Once we go down the road of central bank digital currency for everything and 15-minute smart cities where people are not allowed to go beyond their prescribed range in their 15 minute city, we will be in a prison from which there is no escape. So gentlemen, I look forward to hearing what you have to bring from this recent summit in Paris that was totally covered up in the US media, not a word about it in the mainstream media, even though our puppet President Biden was present in his body even if his mind is not still there he was president representing the united states in body at this global summit so tell us what was going on in paris just recently that americans have not been informed about
1: oh well, hello dr lee hello Dr. Yiden it's pleasure again to be with you here and hello to your audience in the united states and all over the world well something interesting happened it was on the 22nd of june in paris and they called that summit for new global pact on financing whatever that means what was interesting that there were president joe biden german Chancellor olaf Scholz, british prime minister rishi sunak brazilian president luis inacio lula da silva and of course macron who was the host and uh, it seems so that there was also Guterres, president of united nations i don't know what he was doing there because the, that was not official meeting of united nations but anyhow we already u- used to it that they are, have some meetings and they making some decisions that nobody was really authorized them or elected them to do it. and then they're forcing on us. And what is interesting he, there they said uh, J- Gure says that it's Breton Breton Woods too. From history we know what means Breton Woods. Uh, and what happened in 1944, and after that, what they decided and how long it lasts. And it lasted until uh, 1971, when President Nixon decided not to go anymore to connect gold with the US dollar. And from that moment, things in financing completely changed. And now they are printing money without any cover. And they are doing this massively. First, they o- o- offered to banks to do it, and now in the meantime, uh, central banks are doing this massively. I know the last was one that uh, Fed uh, had additional $4.5 five, uh, trillion and put in, in, in market in March 2020. And now we are suffering from this inflation all around the world. The major reason is that why I'm asking this, because when we already get used to it after this kind of meetings, something new is coming. And the only thing what I can see now, what is new, it's not new, but still is in implementation is central bank digital currency. Nothing else I can see as a uh, Bretton Woods too. What do you think, Mike?
2: Yeah, I I think so. Um, I mean, a number of there are a number of outrage here, outrageous things here. Of course, as you say, uh, this is a meeting of the leaders of many major countries, and it's about money. Uh, furthermore, it's about the way the system operates. And then, as you say, there's even a quote here. This Bretton Woods too. They're referring to something that's epoch making it's not just a minor a minor tweak i would say those things taken together the um notionally democratically elected leaders of very many important countries talking about money and potentially an epoch making change how can it be right this is not front and center on all mainstream media channels and in fact ladies and gentlemen as far as i know it's not reported anywhere. Just so the so-called alternative media, the people that you are told are conspiracy theorists. Uh, you know, I've seen a little joke recently, which is a big picture of people demonstrating, and the catch line is, "We are not conspiracy theorists. We are the resistance." That's the truth. You know, so you know, if you if your neighbours, uh, workmates, sometimes laugh, the the facts are that serious-minded people, all of the people on this call have given years of their life for no compensation to try and warn you that unpleasant people are, are intending to take your freedom away, and in my view, probably your life as well. So here we have this uh, this, this system. But to be honest, until a few years ago, I wouldn't even have known what Bretton Woods 1 was. That's a, that is one of the problems that the average member of the public are not aware that there was this meeting towards the end of World War II, where countries agreed to, as it were, a peg their their currencies uh, one to another and also to recognise that, that gold would underwrite the value of one of the important currencies, gold, uh, the US dollar, at a particular value. And as you say, that lasted for 25 years until it didn't suit the US government anymore. Um, but I, I agree with you. I think there is so much of a drumbeat for uh central bank money central bank digital currencies i've been explicitly warning about this for it feels like years now that the i believe that the the trap that dr lee referred to and and i agree if we allow ourselves to fall into it i don't believe there is there's not really a way out even with violent uprisings which i don't recommend but if you sign up for digital id and if that's required before you do anything Uh, including purchases, and if cash is removed and and money is replaced by central bank instead of commercial banks, at that point, if if any uh, person, uh, organisation or algorithm uh, chooses to restrict what you can do in terms of, for example, making a purchase um, some distance from your registered address, say they introduce a rule that says you're not allowed to move beyond five miles from your home and you just drive out six miles this system will stop you buying anything a gallon of gas a bottle of water paying any bill even car parking it your your money won't work because it's connected centrally um and and the bottom line is i think there's two things one i do think they're desperate to introduce these central bank digital currencies but i think they're very nervous about it because i think people are becoming restive, they are realising that that it's not good, as it were, to have, ironically, <laughs> they feel that the government will be in charge. I mean, the irony is that the central banks are privately owned. They're not, they're not owned by the government. If anything, it's the central banks instructing the governments as to what to do, not the governments using or misusing their the so-called central bank digital currencies to, to abuse people. But certainly playing with the money system seems certain, uh, I, I worry every week and warn people that we see evidence all all around of them trying to sneakily inveigle um, digital ID on you and, and they always call it convenience. so there was the example of Mississippi where you could have one digital ID and it would have your your bank card, your medical record, your driver's license. how convenient it's like don't please folks, don't let them have this much convenience because they'll take your you'll take your freedom and then the other thing I noticed on this report. Andrew, I noticed the uh, in the report repeatedly there is mention of this other big excuse, which is not it's not true, and that's the uh, the claim that human contributions to climate change are so large as to threaten the future viability of, of the Earth for for us and other animals, and as a consequence, these self-appointed masters of the universe are going to have to co- suppress our carbon consumption our energy in order to save the world well it's definitely we should cover this perhaps maybe on another occasion but i i've done enough research even though i'm not a climate expert i'm a good enough and experienced scientist to be able to read the learned literature and i i will be a i think i'll be able to persuade you dear listener uh that it's simply not true that the climate is changing let alone that we're causing it and yet here it is in this Uh, finance uh, ministers and and government leaders report that, you know, they're wringing their hands over uh, polluter pays, that kind of thing. So, yeah, I think very worried about them playing with the money system in in a really seriously, it's a way that's never happened before. It's not, so it it would warrant the term Bretton Woods too. Uh, And to do it overtly uh, uh, in conjunction with, you know, suppressing quote climate change uh, is extremely dangerous let me just say one sentence the the quality of your life and that of all humans on earth is extremely intimately tied to the amount of energy that you have at your disposal it's as simple as that you know and and you can see why that would be the case because manufactured goods heating air condition you know all this electricity on demand and so on. If you are fortunate enough to be in a place where you can consume because you can afford it, uh, a lot of energy, you, it gives you huge degrees of freedom and comfort. And these guys, these ladies and th- these these diabolical figures uh, intend to constrain your use of energy uh, so severely you wouldn't believe it. I think we'll be back somewhere between the medieval and Edwardian age. Anyway, I'll pause. It's it's a big concern.
0: Well, uh- Dr. Yeadon, it it's actually the energy and it's, it's the control of what you buy, what you're able to buy and where you're able to travel. But it, it's tied in to the delivery of medical care as well, because yes, they concern. are basing all of this around. The vaccine passport tied to, that's why we're talking about it on the vaccine report, because it's all tied to the coerced, forced, required vaccination schedule from the WHO in order to travel, in order to hold a job, in order to get medical care. In the United States, through COVID, we've been having, after the vaccines rolled out, we've been having doctors fire patients because they were not getting the COVID shot. We wow. never had that. They never fired patients for not getting patients? a flu shot. Is this yes, is private absolutely. Patients? Absolutely. Wow. It's private patients. In addition to that, transplant teams in every hospital in the United mm. States mm. refuse any transplant unless the person got a COVID shot. Well, you and I know immunologically Getting yeah. the COVID shot caused more risk for the transplant and the transplant, sur- the survival of the transplanted organ due to the immune system dysfunction. Yeah, no, that's the,
2: certainly true. No, I'm you. Are, you are right, and thank you for picking me up on that. I, I again, I have said this in the past that I'm worried more than just control. Uh, you, you know, use no. Issuing, it's
0: life at stake. It's not. It is just life at stake and, because and, and, when, when they control. Medical care, every totalitarian government in the world, communism, uh, UK, National Health Service. If you're lucky and you get in, fine. But many people go on waiting lists in Canada and the UK and other socialized medicine countries. The goal was to socialize medicine under Hillary Clinton in 1993 and prevent all private medical care, all independent decisions, and have the government bureaucrats deciding who got what care. And under fact, this if new- I could
2: just say something, Dr. Lee. Yeah. I remember at the time of President Obama introducing what I think has been called r- loosely Obama care. Oh, an
0: yeah,
2: obligation no, right an obligation on every American citizen to have some kind of medical insurance, even though they A, don't want it and B, don't
0: need it. So if well, you exactly wealthy, example, but it's worse than you don't that. need insurance. It's worse than that, Dr. Eden, because mm-hmm. I started speaking out nationally on the risk of Obamacare when they first proposed it. And many of us were. It is controlling what treatment people, people get. It's not just mandated insurance and driving up the price of insurance, but it's taking money from Medicare to serve the elderly, millions of dollars cut from the Medicare budget. In addition to that, rationing, deciding what Medicare will cover and not cover, which means your doctor's not deciding what you get in the way of medical care, deciding whether or not you are healthy enough to get a particular surgery. They are deciding the delivery of medical care. That was the basis. That was the government control that was the basis for all of the COVID death protocols we saw in our hospitals. And they were targeting the unvaccinated. We go back Mm, to the point that it's all tied into control through these experimental vaccines that are having a depopulation effect and controlling people's lives and livelihood tied into the digital ID, tied into central bank digital currency. So this global summit is an extension of the control by the vaccine cartel and the same players, Bill and Melinda. I mean, the article that Andrea provided for us, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation were there. They are not a government representative, but they were there. The Rockefeller Foundation was there and list off some of the other non-government organizations that are the ones controlling the shots they are the ones that are that set up the central banks the private central banks go back in the yes. history to the rockefellers
1: and open there society is. don't forget open society is mm-hmm. is uh, well he now soros, is run by it, yeah Sor- then run by alexander soros and he swore i was listening to him he swore that he will press over the media exactly he means censorship over the everybody who is thinking differently than his his goals, and he doesn't well, he doesn't cover it, and uh, for sure he will do it because now just they give lots of money to the fact checkers who now start to do their job of censoring. And very soon I'll have a big article about this because from the first of August in the European Union, there is one new law who has given them really great opportunity to censor everybody who they want.
2: Yeah, it's an unbelievable change. It's an unbelievable change to uh, countries that think of themselves as a Little l liberal democracy and not not capital L that uh, you would have a right of free speech um, and that uh, you know censorship would be extremely rare uh, under say uh, conditions of war you know this you might we accepted some limitations during during wars whether we should have or not is another question but this is just ongoing censorship um, and I don't even understand the argument I don't understand the argument that says we can't allow you know, people like Dr. Eden to spew misinformation. Well, you know, what is the risk here, folks, that they won't get vaccinated? Well, two-thirds to three-quarters of the world has already been injected with these mRNA products. So we uh, so-called you know, misinformation spreaders were not very effective. I'm joking. I'm I'm just saying it's an absurd premise that they can't allow the public to hear from people like me because i will you know somehow injure society it's like there's there's no basis to that whatsoever but they assert it all the time
0: you know that that phrase you just used absurd premise yeah. applies to practically everything they are promoting right now wouldn't you agree
2: yes but- that's unbelievable just would not the, the the rate of change is is so strong that uh you know there the seems to be an objective in my country, at least, and I don't know about where you are in Croatia uh, or where you are, Dr. Lee, in the US. But in Britain, it feels like there's a strong push through the national broadcaster and others to legitimize paedophilia you know, and even to encourage the sexualization of very young children and to um, to be OK with. Men and women who are who are attracted to, to these children. It, I can't believe I'm saying these things, but they've they've oh, yes, called um... them minor attracted persons. In other words, it's kind of a Mer- soft label. Yeah. Whereas these people are abusers of children. Um and I can't think of a I can't think of a, a, a any modern society where where exposing children to the sexual predation. Uh, of, of adults, you know, to to those children is anything other than considered with with revulsion. But at the moment, if you express a view like that, you're you're considered whatever it is, you know, another one of these racist or misogynist, they'll add, you know, trap whatever it is, um, anti-trans or whatever it is. It's nothing to do with transgenderism, by the way. But uh,
0: there's one of the well, most disturbing is a aspects. Separate, pedophilia yeah. is an entirely separate problem, of and course. it is one of the vilest yeah. and one of the most evil. It is rampant in the United States, trying to legitimize it, trying to cover up the human sex trafficking of children for sexual perversion, torture. Uh, in fact, people, I, when you said people, one
2: of the one of the, I I'm not sure I can think of anything worse. Than than sexual abuse, terrori- terrorism, and ultimately killing of small children for sexual. Behavior. I can't I cannot, either. I can't think of anything worse. I mean it humans is- murder each other occasionally over business or personal matters, but systematic organized seizure, abuse, and killing of children. I you know, this is not we don't want we don't want this in our society. We shouldn't tolerate it. But You know, this conflation of freedom of expression and uh, all sorts of other things, you know, that they're not related, but they're all being swept with the same filthy broom into your home. That's the way I feel.
0: Well, look at it in the bigger picture as well. The abuse and terrorizing of children is one of the most evil acts described throughout the Bible as God's judgment and wrath is the greatest for those who abuse children. And there's no question that this is one of the most heinous times in modern history. Mm. Even, even Hitler's horrific experiments did not reach this order of magnitude of systematized targeting abuse torturing and murdering children for no, sexual there, gratification there, there was
2: as far as i can as far as i can tell there was nothing in any of the european totalitarian systems that would validate pleasure on the part of the cruel person that whereas that is that is the message now and and again as someone who's you know relatively newly a rediscovered faith. Uh, these things hit me perhaps more powerfully. Um, in the, as, as you said, one of the lines is, um, "If if any person causes even one of my children to stumble, it would be better if they had a millstone around their neck and flung into the water." So yes, you don't, yes. God does not tolerate very much. You know, if you cause one of his, basically, if you interfere with children and cause them to lose their way, you know, stumble then the, the worst uh, the, the most extreme punishments are due that's that's what we've always been taught and all of my life and before that that's that that would be considered a just punishment I mean even when you don't have capital punishment I would say uh, you know until recently I' have no idea what it's like at the moment but in British prisons God help you if you if you had um, you know assaulted, uh you know underage people and had been jailed for that um they would put you in solitary confinement why because the other prisoners regarded what you've done as so heinous that they would kill you
0: that's true in u.s prisons as well yeah, they, exactly the other so prisoners that's that a measure really of go after us. That, yeah
2: that's a measure of something that's a it's a very rough and ready yardstick about what society thinks but And and that's that's about it, that if you were a a nonce, as they call it in Britain, if you've interfered with children sexually and you end up in jail, um, the the other prisoners, no matter what they've done, will regard you as fair game uh, for assault and killing.
0: Andrea, Um, what's happening in Croatia on this front?
1: Well, we have a new program, what is coming from United Nations for this autumn, and they will teach our children to masturbate younger than four years old. Ah. They will teach them to uh, plan a parenthood from six to nine years old. That's plan from United Nation. And I really don't understand because Croatia is a little bit conservative and I thought so it's conservative. Mm. But now when they're planning to learn these things, the children in the school, obviously that's something that brings to pedophilia and i don't have any doubts because when you teach young people between six and nine years age old to have a sexual relationship and then it will be normal if some older guy come to the child of five years old and have sex with him that will become normal because if it's normal the children that of that age have a sexual relationship then it's normal to have with the older. I see it that way. Maybe I'm a little mm-hmm. bit paranoid, but I don't see a different way. This is something that was coming also in Croatia, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. I think it's happening globally. Let's take a break here and we'll come back after the after the break to talk further about the global plan and about some of the new data that we have from this nature article about using a viral vector vaccine to sterilize cats and the concern that that can then transmit to humans as well we'll be right back after the break This is Dr. Lee for America with the Whistleblower Report vaccine segment with our international team, Andrea Kleric from Croatia, and Dr. Mike Eden from the UK. Check out our website, www.truthforhealth.org, and donate to support our efforts to bring you truth against the lies and deception that are trying to take your life and your freedom. Also, look for our reports Every day on America Out Loud talk radio and at www.whistleblowerreports.org. We'll be right back after the break.
1: Well, the Out Loud truth was the rallying call that started it all. A wide spectrum of programming from world and political news to societal, your health and cultural stories. Seven amazing years
0: of news stories, informative podcasts, and great talk radio. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all.
2: Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order.
0: Welcome back to the second half of the Whistleblower Report vaccine segment with Dr. Mike Eden and Dr. Lee for America, physician in the U.S., and Andrea Klaric, our Croatian freedom fighter and person holding the regulatory agencies in HALMED in Croatia accountable for their cover up of the vaccine damage. So we want to talk in the second half about this recent study report in Nature, and we'll have a link to that article in our show notes, where they are talking about the use of viral vector vaccines to sterilize the cat population. Now, I understand that veterinarians and animal rights organizations worldwide are concerned about overpopulation in, for example, cats, and then what happens with cats that are malnourished and still yet still breeding. And then it adds to the burden and the animals actually suffer. I do understand all of that, but proper sterilization of the animals individually is very different from unleashing a vaccine into the cat population that can lead to viral mutations and jump to other species, including humans, and lead to sterilization on a broader scale, that risk endangering the survival of the species and threatens human reproduction even more than we're already seeing with the dropping birth rates after the COVID shots were launched. So I wanted to ask Dr. Yeadon and also Andrea, what are some of the concerns that you have with this unleashing of a contraceptive sterilizing vaccine into the animal population? Dr. Yeadon, you, you had some thoughts, some serious thoughts about that.
2: Yes, I I did. So just, just in case anyone listening wants to go and look it up, it's quite technical, mm. but just to show it's real. So it's uh, it's in the uh, journal Nature. That's the its entire title, 6th of June, 2023. And I'll just give the first few words of the title because that's all you need. Durable contraception in the female domestic cat. So if you go and use that those information, you will see what I've got in front of me. And they come up with all sorts of... Um, you know, as you say, problems with sort of, the wildcat population. Um and that that may that's arguable. But what they've done here is um in, with incredible precision, they've picked apart uh parts of the uh the reproductive process and um have developed uh, a sort of genetically delivered uh I wouldn't call it a therapy, but genetic 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 intervention that uh it, it turns off a really vital part of uh, uh, maturing and releasing of eggs. I mean, the detail doesn't matter that much. It doesn't affect apparently estrous uh, cycling or sex hormone release. So, if you if you were a cat were subject to this, you would have no idea that there nothing. You wouldn't notice anything other than you wouldn't have a, wouldn't have any children if you were trying to have them. And um, although I, I don't know whether cat and human reproductive physiology are Identical in this regard, what I'm pretty sure as a biologist is that they are similar um nature and God don't tend to re- don't tend to invent uh unique mechanisms for for the way our bodies work and so this is very troubling. This is permanent sterilization using a genetic technique in you know in a mammal and uh I'm I'm very concerned that that um, you could either accidentally jump to humans through some vector, an infectious disease, or may be already on the blocks in the laboratories of these diabolical people, uh, and they may inject it into you and your children and friends. Why do I say that? Well, before any of the COVID shots were released, um, Doctor. Um, 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 Vodag, uh, Wolfgang Vodag, and I in December 2020, before any of the so-called vaccines had authorization, we wrote uh, an open letter, including four or five points of serious concern uh, that we saw on the basis of which we didn't think these materials should be administered to the mass population, and one of which was um, that we we believe that this uh, that that particular genetic Technology would induce an immune response to your own pregnant uterus effectively, and we predicted that if that was if that did did translate, that you would see uh, potentially permanent sterilisation of, of a fraction of females given the material. There's other reasons to be concerned for uh, um, uh, for, for fertility, but that one uh, was so obvious that the fact that it hasn't been discussed or been people haven't been concerned about it, tells me it's deliberate. It's not an accident. It's obvious to anyone who has decent knowledge of the biology. And it's not a coincidence, ladies and gentlemen, that the number of live births have fallen um, to an extent that's unprecedented in war and peace in every country that's had very substantial COVID-19 shot administration. So, these people have done it on purpose, and they're they're deadly serious, and you can see the effect of it already. So, when I see this, uh, I wouldn't be at all surprised if they're planning on doing it again.
0: I think you're right, Dr. Eden, because i I think this is part of the long term plan because Dr. Jancy Lindsay has done interviews with both Andrea Klarich and with me on the fact that the contraceptive vaccine development research was going on in the United States in the 1970s, 80s, and 1990s. And she was very concerned about it at the time and left the company where she was because she had serious ethical and moral concerns about it. But let me reiterate for our audience, this Nature article that has just come out talking about permanent sterilization broadly in the female cat population is not something new to you because I first heard your talks on social media and interviews in October 2020 based on the letter you and Dr. Vodarg had written with your concerns about human fertility as a result of the COVID shot damage. And then when you and I spoke in early 2021, you brought out pharmaceutical research that had been done 15 years ahead of the shot rollout and published 12 years ahead of the COVID shot rollout that showed that in addition to the spike protein issues you brought out in the fall of 2020, you also found in the pharmaceutical research that they knew at least 15 years earlier that the lipid nanoparticle technology aspect of the COVID shot was damaging the ovaries and testicles in every animal species studied. And that was a staggering alarm bell. I mean, that was screaming alarm bells for me because I've been working with endocrine disruptors and the consequences of that broadly in health for 38 years. And now it goes beyond fertility. It's damaging every organ system in the body when they damage the ovaries and testicles.
2: Yeah, certainly. And I, just just in case there the might be listeners who, who wouldn't have had, heard any of the information I gave before, just very briefly, uh, as Dr. Lee said, the concern we had was uh, was based on well understood uh, science uh, in terms of lipid nanoparticles accumulating in in the gonads uh, of all test animals that have been you know, examined to, to date. And in case people think, well, that was a rat or that was a mouse, uh, I have I have formally studied toxicology. Not very many people in my position have. Now, I can tell you that the the general rule, certainly the regulators, will require. Um, any drug company with such an observation you have to assume that the latest data you've got does apply to humans you can't say it's it's a rodent or it's tiny it's a mouse that you have to use the the most up-to-date information you've got that and what that means is it will be required that the vaccine makers undertake studies to show that that does not occur and they never did it Uh, and if you don't then the working assumption is what has been seen in 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 rats and mice will be seen and so i was i was not backward in saying ladies and gentlemen that this is exactly what's happening to to every female administered these me- materials they're accumulating in your ovaries and could sterilize you
0: well and they're accumulating in men's testicles because Absolutely. we are seeing a rise in hypogonadism dropping sperm counts for men after the covid shots and the more shots the more boosters they're getting the more hypogonadal or low testosterone they become. And we're seeing, in in clinical practice, we're seeing women of reproductive age, younger women in their 30s who are not at risk for early menopause. We're seeing premature menopause created by the ovarian damage secondary to the COVID shots, both spike protein inflammatory damage to the ovaries as well as the lipid nanoparticle damage it's there no, you're absolutely, in you're absolutely right and
2: we did not uh, we, we we didn't try and be exhausted but you know apologize i i didn't think of that premature ovarian failure uh, and yet when you pointed it out to me and this is your professional expertise that uh, you know, I slapped my own forehead and it was like of course so it's not just it's not just an acute potentially permanent effect on reproduction you'll harm the the major hormonal uh axis that that makes you a lot of what you are and that's really bad and and i i I would have anticipated that too if, if the if you'd been on the conversation before we issued this letter but the things we did write in the letter have all come true we were worried about blood clots you know, immune modulation, reproduction, and there was there was oh yes, an acute allergy from use of polyethylene glycol to whom about 70% of the population have some antibodies to it, and a small fraction are dangerously allergic. So I predicted some people are going to die on the end of the needle, and they did. So, so they've never tried to make these safe. They've just lied to you, saying they're safe and effective. That they've never they've been designed to be harmful in numerous ways, no doubt about it.
0: Well, and that's a part of the work that Andrea Klaric is trying to expose in Croatia and holding the regulatory agency there accountable. Andrea, weigh in on what we're talking about with the damage that's happening that the governments are covering up.
1: Yes, as a LA, lay, I would like to ask a few questions. Well, I, c- I can confirm what Dr. Jedan says that in Croatia in April was the lowest birth rate in the history of Croatia history concerning from the second world war and uh, the same trend is continuing in may we will soon know what happened in june uh and when i asked halmed it's creation agency for medical products ask them is everything okay with the while uh, can we check out and make we're really cheap and simple tests to check are there plasmids DNA in the virts, their answer is we are not allowed to control it. Wow. And when you have it when you have it at the same time these things, what is happening and nobody knows the reason. And nobody wants to take a look, what are the reasons? And I usually want to say that if somebody don't want to ask the questions is usually when they know the answer. Mm. And I would like you also, I would like also to know these answers because those are very important because it's not something what's happening only in Croatia. And when I think over the guy who was uh, telling us from the start that uh, exactly I will paraphrase it, uh, he says that we will finish with this pandemic after 7 billion people take vaccines. (laughs) And this Mm. guy is obsessed with. The population of the Earth, and when we have somebody who is taking care of us and say that seven billion people has to take these vaccines at the same time, he is promoting for years there is too many people on the Earth. Then I see only one logic, that these wires are used for something else. And I would like, as a LA, lay, of course, to ask, uh, to get answer for these questions and mention that I spoke with Dr. James Lindsay about this. She confirmed it, but also I spoke with uh, James Patrick, who made one very interesting documentary uh, with uh, with name, uh, Where is my period? And this mentor, uh, documentary uh, is covering experiments, what they've done in Nigeria concerning sterilization. And also he made some interviews in France concerning the COVID vaccine, COVID-19 vaccines, because people, uh, uh, women start to, to recognize that there is, they are missing the period. And he is making this documentary. These things are, uh, alarms, red flags for me. And I would like somebody who's the expert to give me the right answer. Yeah, and
2: I, I, just a, just a quick comment: the, um, the the combination of sexualizing young children, um, of attacking the reproductive capability of men and women, and of prematurely ending the normal sort of vigorous phase of you know being being under control of a, a, a well functioning ovaries and so on, uh, and numerous other things, they only really tie together. When you think of something that's anti-human, uh, and and I think anti-God, it, it's the only thing that the degree of evil and organisation, um, lots of things are happening that are unnecessary if your goal was, for example, to ex- exert greater control over, over the human population. You wouldn't have to do these things. So the fact they are choosing to do these things, having enormous power and discretion, I think gives you uh, a guide as to what is the ultimate drive behind their actions, and I, I think it's—I think it is satanic. It's not a technological attack; it's satanic.
0: I think that's a very profound and accurate description. And actually, Doctor Eden, this was going on in biblical times, described in Genesis, and it was part of what led god to cleanse the earth in the great flood
2: wow i didn't know that
0: it the go back and read the story in genesis of noah because it's very clear if you if you really look at what the scriptures are saying the nephilim were the fallen angels which which means those who sought to destroy God's creation of life. And the fallen angels are described in Son of Man, described in Genesis as mating with human women and altering the human genome and providing technology. And I mean, I'm using today's words, but if you go back and read the scripture, it's actually describing exactly what we're seeing now with the attempt to influence the human brain with implants and artificial intelligence, the manipulation of the human genome, manipulation of animal genomes, plant genomes, the climate engineering, Gates' big absurd premise idea to block the sun and kill life on this planet, I mean, the the parallels between what was described in Genesis and before the flood and what is happening today actually give me cold chills reading it. Mm. And, and and it is very clear that, that that is what has been unleashed on the world, and it comes back to what you've been calling for, what Andrea is calling for, what I'm calling for, and so many of us trying to wake people up, we have to stand against evil. We have to speak out. We have to say no. We will not comply with your digital ID. We will not use central bank digital currency. We will not give you that authority over our lives. The resistance. We are not conspiracy theorists. We are the resistance to evil. That's the bottom line.
1: And it's very important to mention here. It's not fight between left and right, between black and white, between male and female. No, it's fight between good and evil. And all uh, their attempt to divide us is their attempt to make us weaker, This is the something what concerns everybody. I'm sure on the far left and on the far right side of uh, political view, people are against evil. And this is something uh, with what we are born with. And that's why we have to now see who is our enemy. Our enemy are people, the small fringe minority of people who wants to do this against us.
0: You said that, both of you said it so powerfully. And it, it is it is absolutely true. And, I, you know, when I was out there on the national um, s- speaking platform trying to warn against Obamacare, I often said it doesn't matter Whether you're a Democrat, a Republican, a Green Party, a Libertarian, or a member of the Blue Party, or no party. If you cannot get medical care because they've decided that you're too old, too fat, or you're unvaccinated, or whatever the criteria set by the elite bureaucrats may be, the criteria of the day that changes according to their agenda. If you don't meet those criteria and you can't get medical care, your life is on the line and you risk dying no matter what your political affiliation is. It isn't about political ideas. It's about life and death. It's about good and evil, as you just said. And if you can't get food, it doesn't matter whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, does it?
2: No, no, exactly. And it's a, uh
0: pointed out from the very
2: earliest days that, uh, for example, you know, the introduction of a new word, uh, at least in the civilian population, lockdown, uh, a technique of restricting your ability to move around was introduced to pretty much every country on the planet around the same time, uh, despite that technique, that approach, that response not being part of any country's pandemic plan. So those two things are true. You can check them and I simply point out that that means it could not have been decided by individual countries. There's no way 150 countries would independently decide to do something that's never been done before and wasn't in their country's emergency plan. Uh, and therefore, it, I think that proves um, activity above the level of nation. And there are so many examples, but that one's one you cannot get around. And that's why even in March, April 2020, I knew something awful was happening, but you know that's a pretty that's a pretty useful one because you can you can say it to your neighbours and say, "Well, what did you make of that?" Um, because you know there's no precedent for it, and it, by the way, it doesn't work, and yet and it's not in their plan, and yet everyone did it. So I I say to you, ladies and gentlemen, that is proof of a supranational organisation, and it's just gone on and on like that. And what we're talking about now, sexualization of children, do you really think that's being decided within your own country? It's happening in all the countries, whether quite conservative religious countries or not. It's happening all at the same time. It's proof of activity above the level of nation. And that t- tallies with all that we've been saying for years. I'll stop at that point but because I think they're pretty good pieces of evidence that's very hard to refute.
0: You're exactly right. And, you know, Dr. Hayden, it wasn't just that all of the countries simultaneously implemented the same policies that were not part of their pandemic plan. We know that because we know we have a copy of the 2017 pandemic plan Mm -hmm. for the United States and lockdowns and masking the, the things we saw for COVID were not part of it. And that had been developed over 10 years and implemented previously for another viral pandemic in the U.S. and had been very successful. So that pandemic plan was quite different from what they actually did under COVID. But that simultaneous implementation worldwide was accompanied by two other things that normally would not be simultaneously done, the exact same Talking points in all Mm -hmm. the media. Yeah. The exact same suppression of hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin in every country in the world that was reporting on successful use of it, except China and Iran. China sent stocks of hydroxychloroquine to Iran. I forget that it was in the order of 19 to 20 million doses to Mm -hmm. Iran in November 2019. Interesting. Let that sink in. And all of the other countries, with the exception of China and Iran, also China sent some to Turkey. Those three, every other country was immediately locked down in in prescriptions of hydroxychloroquine. And many of the generic manufacturers stopped making it at direction of the government. Never in our history has there been such a coordinated suppression of medicines that were on the World Health Organization list of essential medicines and had safety records 65 years for hydroxychloroquine and about 35 years for ivermectin. So you put all those pieces of evidence together and it goes to your point that it was supranational global control to interfere with treatment and survival. And on that note, we're going to have to wrap up, but I really want to thank both of you for being with us today. Andrea, it's really helpful that you're bringing the perspective from Eastern Europe, particularly Croatia, and the efforts to maintain Croatian independence from this new world order and holding their regulatory agencies accountable. And Dr. Eden, as always, I extraordinarily uh, am grateful for all of your tireless speaking out. You were one of the world leaders speaking out against the tyranny and the danger of the COVID shots. I, I applaud you for that. And uh, you and I are working tirelessly to help wake up more people and I thank you. For those of you who don't remember, Dr. Yeadon agreed to be the chief scientific advisor for Truth For Health Foundation early on and has been one of our staunchest participants in our programs to alert the public and one of our primary advisors on what the science actually shows and how we can bring that science and make sense of it clinically in medicine and scientifically for lay people. So I'm very grateful for all you're doing, Dr. Dr. Yeadon, and it's really my honor and privilege to work with you. Please check out our website www.truthforhealth.org. We have a wealth of resources to help improve your health and resilience, and maintain your freedom. Medical and legal help, and we also have the vaccine injury treatment guide. If you've gotten the COVID shot, how do you know your symptoms? How do you get tested? And what are the variety of treatments available? to mitigate the damage sign up for our email alerts and please keep up the donations coming in so that we can continue this fight for your life and your medical freedom and your health this is dr lee for america we'll be back again every day with the whistleblower report to bring you truth against the lies and deception